I'd like to extend a warm welcome to all of you tonight, and I'm so glad you're joining me on the call because we have a very special guest for you as we discuss Neolife Weight Management. I'm your host, Clarissa Perez-Pacheco, and I'm currently the Director of Operations and Product Management for North America. Now, I've been with the company for five years, and I've loved every minute of my time here. I've met so many wonderful distributors, and you know what? I actually think I'm healthier than I was even 10 years ago. Now is really a great time to be part of Neolife because we're continuing to change lives for the better with products that are based in nature and backed by science. We are gearing up for the new year with Be Your Best rallies planned in January, so be sure to sign up by visiting neolifeevents.com. Without further delay, I'd like to introduce our very special guest speaker. Originally an electronics engineer from Silicon Valley, California, John Miller's experience in product science and technology dates back to 1966. Following a brief career at NASA, he switched career paths and moved into product manufacturing, research, and development. In his 40 plus years of experience, Mr. Miller has researched, developed, and marketed more than 500 products in more than 50 countries around the world. He works very closely with the Council for Responsible Nutrition in Washington, D.C., and he's also currently a member of their Senior Scientific Advisory Council. He also works very closely with the DSA, the Direct Selling Association, to support the health and business interests of Neolife and its distributors. He is also a member of the New York Academy of Sciences. Although Mr. Miller officially retired from Neolife in 2012, he continues to be very active in the distributor field, as many of you have probably seen him at multiple events across the country. Welcome to the call, John. Well, thank you, Clarissa. It's really a pleasure to be here. And I'm really looking forward to the time that we're going to share together here in the next few minutes. The subject matter is near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think we'll have some interesting things that we can tell people, maybe a little insight that they didn't have before, or maybe just a little understanding of how important the idea of weight management is. And of course, it's really a pleasure to work with you as always. Thank you, John. Well, you know what, everyone, I bet you're asking yourselves this question, where did the year go? And you know, I know it happens to us every year, the, the months just fly by without us even knowing it. And as many of us do, we you know, start to think about resolutions to start the new year fresh and on the right foot. It is really a great time to set new goals and get ourselves on track with our health. So John, just to set the stage for our call tonight, can you please talk a little about the health implications of overweight and obesity? Well, uh, yeah, actually, it, the thing that people should understand right away, I think, is whenever you are overweight or obese, um, the health impact is very broad. There's the obvious things we hear about, like the risk of diabetes or uh, cardiovascular disease. Uh, people don't know, however, that, uh, for example, if you are obese, say a BMI of 35 or more, you have a 93 times more likelihood of developing diabetes in your life than somebody who would be, you know, less than uh, in, in what we call the uh, the healthy weight zone, which would be a BMI of 22 to 25, say. And you're, you know, when it comes to cardiovascular disease, you're at uh, a higher risk of stroke. Obviously, obesity lends to higher blood pressure. Things like respiratory disorders, sleep apnea, even COPD are connected um, to uh, overweight and obesity. And then there are the somewhat less well-known health implications, like what goes on with your joints and your spine. 
you know, your joints and your spine have to manage all this weight. They have to carry it around. And we know that uh, people who are overweight and obese have a higher risk of developing things like osteoarthritis or subluxation, compression of the spine, particularly into the lower lumbar regions that can be debilitating. And then there are maybe the not so obvious things like being overweight and obese uh, increases your risk of cancer. Particularly, it's been directly associated with cancers of the esophagus, the pancreas, colorectal cancer, breast cancer, endometrial cancer, and kidney cancer. And that was a result of a study that was conducted by the uh, World Cancer Research Fund and the American Institute for Cancer Research back in 2007. You know, people don't really directly associate those things, um, being overweight and obese with the cancers and diseases like that. Also depression and mood. For the ladies out there, uh, and for the men as well, I suppose, reproduction issues, infertility, early miscarriage, preeclampsia, gestational diabetes, all of these things are associated with being overweight and obese. And in memory and cognitive decline, and of course, mortality. You know, people who are overweight and obese tend to uh, die earlier than they should otherwise. Wow, those challenges that you mentioned, some of them are really eye-opening. Now, you know, on the flip side, how can losing weight impact our health for the better? I mean, we all want to be around a long time for our loved ones. Yeah, well, you know, basically, um, losing weight, getting your weight under control down, you know, into the, the center area of the BMI scale, you know, target of 25 is nice, give or take a little bit there is is fine and healthy. So essentially, when you lose weight, when you get rid of that um, extra weight that's causing you to be overweight or obese, all of those things I just talked about, the risks of those things are reduced. You sort of have to look at it on what I call a probability spectrum. If you are overweight and obese, then your probability of contracting one of those diseases that I just spoke of is much more increased. Conversely, when you lose that weight, you move to the other end of the probability scale, which is a probability of health. And all of us, to one extent or another, live on that scale. And losing weight is probably the most important thing you can do to move yourself from the disease end of that probability scale to the health end of that probability scale. And it's simple and quick. Research shows that a just a five to 10% weight loss. If you happen to be 200 pounds, that would be somewhere between 10 and 20 pounds. Immediately delivers benefits. Cardiovascular health, it shows a benefit in total cholesterol. Total cholesterol will go down. HDL cholesterol, the good cholesterol, will go up. Insulin resistance is improved. The more overweight and obese you are, the higher the probability of insulin resistance, which means insulin um, your cells stop responding to insulin and you end up on that path to diabetes. Quickly, just losing that 5 to 10% can pull you back from that precipice and start to undo that insulin resistance and undo that uh, trend towards um, diabetes too. And most important probably in the long term is it reduces systemic inflammation. Any fat that you have in your body, no matter whatever extent it is, um, is going to contribute to an inflammatory condition in your body, which is, we know is a driver for diseases of all types. So it's really good to start the process as soon as you can because it starts moving you back. Where you are on the probability scale, you can figure out for yourself or on your BMI, and the higher you are, the higher the probability of disease. But this benefits start to happen right away. 
That is really incredible. I think people don't realize that once they start and they start to see some results, that really the they are really um, reaping the health benefits of that weight loss. I mean, it's just, as you mentioned, 10 to 20 pounds. You know, I understand that losing weight takes dedication and changing our habits, you know, with the long-term goal in mind. And this is precisely why the Neolife Weight Management Program exists. Our scientific advisory board worked really, really hard to research what worked and what didn't. And, you know, today we have an excellent program that has helped so many people change their lives for the better. Now, John, a very important clinical study was done on our top-selling protein shake, Neolife Shake, which I'm sure you know very much about. Can you tell us about that? What, what did the study set out to prove and, and what was involved? Well, it was actually a, a very involved process, but I'd like to point out that the Neolife Shake is not sort of a magic thing that we pulled out of our hat. This is the evolution that's gone on for decades. We've been studying um, how things work in your body and how best to help your body manage the challenges of everyday life, and certainly weight management is a big portion of that. So. Um, along the way, we've done a lot of research, and this particular clinical trial, the Neolife Shake clinical trial, was just the most recent and sort of marks a pinnacle, if you will, along that evolutionary pathway for this science. Um, I think that the most important things about this trial are maybe the things that people don't see obviously. First of all, uh, it was an intervention trial, and an intervention trial is its really important when you do this sort of work because it means that you actually test your product's effectiveness in the real world. It's not like taking a bunch of people into a laboratory and putting them in cages and, you know, saying this is what you get to eat, this is what you have to do, sort of like you do with lab animals, and there are some human trials that are like that. This is more a, you know, selecting people and saying, here, just continue to live your life and do the things you do, go to work, go to church, do whatever you're doing, and just substitute this product for these couple of meals a day, then follow these general guidelines that, that we give them. And that's really important because it is a real-world environment. We do that because we want the product, the clinical trial, to reflect the probability that what's going to happen out in the real world. So that it's an intervention trial and not some sort of funny lab study is really important. Next thing is, this is a uh, scientific state-of-the-art study, okay? It was developed by the uh, Scientific Advisory Board and uh, some folks from independent research organizations, and it was validated and certified by an independent review board, meaning that even after we got the protocols and everything developed, we had to turn it over to a bunch of folks, and their challenge was to find something wrong with the study, uh, which we like to do because we know that there are people out there that can give us insights that we might not have ourselves. So it represents a, a, a state-of-the-art study. Um, all of that resulted in what we call clinically significant outcomes. These, we found these 68 people, men and women, you know, nice age range, 25 to 55, and um, we put them through this program for 12 weeks. And in the end, because, you know, they just did what they did and came into the lab from time to time to get blood work and so on and weighed and measured, in the end we have what we call clinically significant outcomes in a free living population. Now, if you think about that, that sounds a little scientific perhaps, but if you think about that, that's really what people are looking for. They want to get on a weight loss program, they want to lose weight, they want it to be significant, but they want it to be healthy. So clinically significant outcomes in that particular criteria with all these reviews assured that. And because this study was so 
well designed and well executed and so I think fundamentally important um, we were invited to present it at the 55th annual uh, meeting of the American College of Nutrition which is by the way the diabetes the dietitians organization um, it's not the first time we've been there we've been there several times uh, matter of fact the original GR2 control study was also presented and published to that group, but it's a, you don't get to just walk into the dietitians group and get them to buy into your ideas. You have to have really solid science that is reflective of the real world, and that's what this study is and why it was accepted so readily by them. John, I think it's important for everyone to understand that this study was done with regular people who were recruited from the general population. Now, they were overweight but not obese, and, you know, they tested the same product that's available today from Neolife, and I think that's really important to point out. John, what were the results of the study? The results were really broad. We don't go into these sort of studies looking for just one thing. We want to look at that broad array of things. Certainly we want people to lose weight, but in the end we want them to be demonstrably healthier. We want to be able to watch those biomarkers that are indicators of risk of disease and move them towards probability of health. So those are the things we looked at. Uh, in terms of weight loss, on average the folks lost about 5.27 pounds. Um, doesn't sound like a lot, but when you consider that these are not people that are being controlled in any way, that it's fully and totally up to them, that's a pretty significant weight loss. Because uh, some of them were maybe a little less stringent than others, but again, that's the real world deal. If on average I could lose a couple of three pounds a month, I would be uh, be plenty happy. Some lost as much as 30 pounds because they were just maybe a little more diligent or maybe a little more in need. Sometimes those who need it the most show the biggest uh, uh, losses, weight losses. Um, important thing though is whoever was in the study, there, there was a continuous loss over the 12-week period of the study. Uh, another important aspect was fat loss. Weight loss is one thing, but fat loss is something else. And of course, if you're going on a weight loss program, you want to get rid of the fat and try to keep the lean tissue, uh, which is very important not only in terms of how you're going to look, but it's very important in terms of your long-term health. In this particular case, um, the average fat loss was almost almost 10 pounds, or almost 10% uh, rather, uh, about 9.86 to be exact. So. Uh, that's important because that shows a couple of things. One, it shows that the lean body mass was being preserved, which is very important. You don't want to lose your muscle, you just want to lose your fat. And it shows that because of the way we've developed the program, probably the GR2 control technology, that fat was being utilized for energy preferentially. So as you might expect, between the weight loss and the fat loss, we improved the BMI of these folks very significantly. We improve their body size. You know, one of the reasons people will go on a weight loss program is they actually want to look smaller. They don't really care what the scale says if their friends are going, what have you done? You just look wonderful, right? Mm -hmm, that's yeah, true. It doesn't really matter. It's all about how I appear. So, you know, we measured the waist and the hips and the arms and the thighs and did all those things. And again, showed continuous reduction in, in body size, which is, again, very important. On a, on a connected note, though, on the health protection side, we looked at biomarkers for cardiovascular disease risk and diabetes disease risk. And we showed that just in that period of time, without any other interventions, the, the LDL cholesterol on average, that's the bad cholesterol, on average reduced 15%. Total cholesterol on average dropped 
seven and a half percent. But the HDL cholesterol, the really good cholesterol that you want to keep up, was preserved. So that resulted in an improved ratio of HDL to total cholesterol or HDL to LDL cholesterol that your cardiologist <laughs> would be very happy with or your primary care physician because those sorts of benefits are the ones that they would try to get you with like a statin drug or something like that. They'd be very happy to see those changes from using a statin drug. And here you're able to do this uh, with just a, a really easy to use weight management program that uh, has no downside, which statins can have, and, and really only an upside. So powerful results. That is really incredible. And these findings, they give our distributors more confidence to share the products with other people. And it, they also validate the success of people who have lost weight with Neolife Shake, along with diet and exercise. So John, could you now please tell our listeners about glycemic response control technology and why, it, why this concept is so important for weight loss? Well, you know, it is the foundation of uh, the, the program, and, and in many ways it, it, it was the foundation of the previous uh, program we have. We started working on this idea in the SAB way back in the 90s. Seems funny to say way back in the 90s, but it actually is way back in the 90s. Um, and what we were doing, we do a lot of research that looks into what happens when you consume things, okay? You know, when you put something in your body, how does your body respond? It's a mechanism by which we can evaluate the good things and the potentially not so good things that go on with your diet. Um, so we've been looking at this, this for a long time. In particular, glycemic response control looks at the carbohydrate side of your diet, in particular, how carbohydrates are broken down into simple sugars and how they're digested and enter the bloodstream as glucose. Uh, the reason that's important is glucose is one of those things your body loves and hates at the same time. We know that if we don't have enough glucose, we're in trouble, and so the body will tell you to eat, eat, eat. If you have too much glucose, on the other hand, though, the body panics. And it's panics by generating an, an abundance, an unnecessarily high amount of insulin. And that whole process of consuming a high-carbohydrate food and then having a big glucose response followed by a big insulin response um, sets up what we call the glycemic roller coaster. And that's as your body's biochemistry oscillates back and forth between hyperglycemia, too much glucose, and hypoglycemia, too little. Not a good state to be in for a lot of reasons, but it's uh, it just not a good state to be in, even in short term. So. Um, we wanted to look at how to control that, how we could influence that, and we found that by putting a specific sort of ratio of what we'll call macronutrients, the protein, fats, and carbohydrates together in a very specific fashion, we could provide the energy that the body needs in the form of glucose, but we could do that without creating a glucose spike, so it kept the insulin levels down. So that means that rather than oscillating between hyper and hypoglycemia, you stay in a nice little controlled glucose energy zone, what we call the control zone, that promotes energy all day long and keeps you off the glycemic roller coaster. Um, it's very, very important that, that people recognize that when you get up in the morning and you have the typical American breakfast, if you will, the sort of the dry cereal and toast and glass of orange juice or whatever, you have donut and coffee, whatever those is, those are high glycemic response deals, so you actually set yourself up for the rest of the day by creating first a glucose spike, then an insulin spike, and off you go up and down the roller coaster all day. 
And if you do that for months or years, uh, the results can be very harmful to your health. Wow. So really the ideal place to be is in the glycemic control zone, right? That's exactly right. And that's, that's what we work. That's what the product delivers. It delivers that very unique, exclusive to us science and manufacturing technologies that allow to assure that it just delivers everything your body needs, particularly first thing in the morning, then sets up your sort of metabolic foundation for the rest of the day. It'll keep you feeling fuller longer, keep you in the fat burning mode and so on. Very, very important uh, GNLD, Neolife difference. Thank you, John. Now, can we talk about gut-brain satiety signaling? What exactly does this mean? <laughs> okay. Um, you know, if you think about it, there are all these old colloquialisms, and I pay attention to colloquialisms because those are old sayings, if you will, simply because generally they refer to something real in life. And there's this old colloquialism about you have a gut feeling or my gut's telling me it's time to eat or, you know, those sorts of things. And the reason is that it really is, but it's the, the, the gut, your, what's going on inside your digestive tract, produces a set of signals, and these signals can be very, very powerful. Generally, they're, they're hormones, if you will, like insulin's a hormone, but like leptin and other types of hormones that send signals to the brain um, that t actually tell the brain to tell you what to eat because mm -hmm. generally we're not conscious of that. But when all of this signaling goes on, then you have this situation where you were driven to eat. And a perfect example, and an example of the, the benefits of GR2 control versus the problems of not controlling your glycemic response in the morning. You can go out and you can have a breakfast, a carbohydrate city, you know, a coffee and a couple of bear claws and so on and so forth. And you can have enough calories to fuel yourself up essentially all day long just at <laughs> breakfast but because you get a big glucose spike you get a big insulin spike and about two hours later your body is getting signals gut brain signaling from these hormones down there that says despite the fact that you've had enough calories to fuel you for most of the day you don't have enough available energy anymore particularly glucose because the insulin poured it out and you're now hyper or rather hypoglycemic too little glucose. So it prompts you to eat again. And if you look at the behavior of the human population, if you will, there's this tendency to want to eat breakfast at whenever you eat in the morning, seven or eight o'clock in the morning. And then by 10 o'clock or so, you're hungry. Even doesn't really matter what you ate, you're, you're hungry. And so you go down and you have a little snack. Companies actually run their whole programs. Schools run their whole programs to account for this desire to have a little more fuel, even though we really shouldn't. So about 10 o'clock you have another deal and if you go down and have a, a donut or something high, high carbohydrate, high glycemic, um, you'll feel better for the moment, but in about two hours or so you'll be starving again and off you'll go to some fast food restaurant where you'll look on the chart and say, really, that cheeseburger fries and a Coke is a thousand calories? Well, okay, I'll eat it anyway. So, <laughs> so you end up in this situation where you've just been hypercaloric intake. And uh, I think it's really important for people to realize that that's, that's a slippery slope and why we tend to put on weight in the first place. It's all of this gut-brain signaling goes on that drives us to eat more than we need to. And that is driven by the fact that what we have provided to the body is not enough to sustain it. Inside your 
gut-brain signaling system, you have what we call appetite stimulants and appetite inhibitors, if you will, things that prompt you or promote your appetite and things that, that inhibit or delay your appetite. When you're feeding junk to your body, that sort of high glycemic response deal, you're getting that momentary sort of satisfaction, but in the end, you are setting yourself up to fall prey to the appetite-stimulating um, hormones, these appetite-stimulating gut-brain signals that drive you to eat and sort of ignore the fact that you've already had half your day's calories at breakfast and drive you to eat. And it's really a problem because too much of the food supply that we consume is based on that idea. It's based on the pleasures of what you taste and not the biochemical realities of your body. So we sort of fall into that trap, if you will, and sort of become at the mercy of the gut-brain signaling that's going on. Well, that is really interesting. I think that we've all kind of gained about about a thousand more brain cells just listening to that, John. Thank you. And I know that when people are trying to lose weight, you know, they do tend to feel hungry all the time. But with our program and with these products, you don't you don't have to count calories. You don't have to count any points. You don't even have to weigh your food. And really, you don't have to keep yourself from enjoying your lifestyle. The Neolife Weight Management Program is such a practical program that really works with your lifestyle to help you meet your goals. Finally, John, can you please talk about the importance of the branched chain amino acid leucine and the role it plays in lean muscle retention? Sure. Uh, well, first of all, I just want to touch on proteins in general. One of the things that makes the, the uh, glycemic response control technology and the new Neolife shake so effective is, is the fact that, that we have this habit of delivering all of the amino acids that are involved in human nutrition because they all play this, there's 22, and they all play this really delicate sort of ballet in your biochemistry. So the presence or absence of one or more of those can really sort of set the stage for either success or failure to some extent. This is particularly true of the branched chain amino acids. Now, branched chain amino acids means simply that they've got a long chain and off the side of that molecular chain there's a, a branch or what we call a side chain. And those, those are unique uh, amongst all of the 22 amino acids. There's three of them, leucine being the probably the most known and with, with the most research, but there's also isoleucine and valine, and they sort of work together in there. Um, they have very specific side chains, and as a result, they, they account for very specific things that go on inside your body. So we knew this. We knew that if people are going to lose weight, we want to preserve muscle mass, but we want to cause them to lose the fat. And as the clinical trial data I mentioned earlier indicated, that's exactly what it does. The, way, the reason we knew that, for example, is that leucine in particular, but branch chain amino acids in general, account for 35% of your muscle protein. Now, if you think about that, you know, just those three of the 22 account for 35% of your muscle protein. So whether or not they are present and whether or not they are in abundance is important to retention of, of muscle, just retaining it. Okay, so when we set out to put the program together, we set a very specific profile for branched chain amino acids. We knew that we wanted to have a very specific amount, that we sort of biased it in favor of branched chain amino acids, if you will. And other research talks about the importance of branched chain amino acids in general. For example, 40% of the what we call preformed amino acids, these are not things that are being assembled in your human body, 
40% of the preformed amino acids required by mammals are branch chain amino acids. So you can see that in our biochemistry, um, that's uh, a really very important thing to, to keep in mind. And the other thing is leucine, these branch chain amino acids in general, but leucine in particular, is the only amino acid with the power to directly stimulate muscle synthesis, to actually directly promote your body to build muscle. So again, when you think of what we do with these formulations in glycemic response control, we influence how glucose enters your body and how that's managed. And in this particular case, with amino acids, we introduce how much leucine is there and how that manages and is able to directly stimulate uh, muscle synthesis. It's, it's a critical element of the product's effectiveness. That is incredible, again. You know, just listening to all of the scientific research that went into developing Neolife Shake makes it such a high quality product that, you know, that actually works. And I'm not just saying that because I work here. And I, we've heard so many stories of Neolife Shake changing people's lives by helping them achieve their goals of losing weight and also keeping it off. I also wanted to mention to our listeners that the Weight Management Program Guide is a great resource for helping you identify and write down your goals figure out how much and what to eat, and it also has useful tips on how to get some activity into your day. Now, getting exercise and keeping active, it's no secret that these are also important parts of achieving your goals. Now, John, now is the time for the part where we talk about eating. Can you please describe the healthy meal plan that's found in the guide? Sure. Um, yeah, again, with the healthy meal plan, we had very specific things we wanted to do. We just didn't throw a bunch of foods together and say, here, eat this, and we didn't you know, bias it in favor of, you know, all you can do is, is eat lettuce and broccoli or something like that. We looked at it in the real world and said, what are we trying to achieve for this person? What do we know is going to be most important for them in attaining their success and being able to stick with the program? It has to be survival, survivable, as we said in the, in the SAB meetings. Very, very important. So the first thing we did is the meal plan is designed to establish and maintain glycemic response control, right? Because that's so fundamental. You can set it up with the, with the shake first thing in the morning for breakfast, but throughout the day, you want to manage that relationship. You want to realize that blood glucose levels need to be propped up a little bit, energy levels need to be propped up a little bit along the way. So that's when you, when you look at the, at the plan, you find that you get to eat five times a day. And we found from clinical research and others have found from clinical research that um, regular small meals that are energy balanced, meaning that they've got a good glycemic response balance, not too much glucose, but enough, um, are the way to sustain healthy energy all day long. You want to keep your body in the fat burning mode, so you got to keep it off the glycemic roller coaster and out of the insulin trap, as we call it. Because when you're on the glycemic roller coaster, insulin stays high, you end up in the insulin trap, and your body's smart enough to know that if there's lots of insulin in the bloodstream, I probably don't need to actually use any energy. I should probably plan to store energy. So it shuts down fat utilization for energy and starts storing it. So we wanted to maintain this a relationship in your biochemistry all day long. No glycemic roller coaster, no insulin trap. We stay in the burn fat mode and the protect the protein mode. So to do that, you eat five times a day. You know, you start with um, a shake in the morning and then you have a snack. 
We have developed some products that are perfect in that snack world that we'll talk about here a little bit later, but the, but the bars are fabulous. And um, a protein shake for lunch, and then again an afternoon snack, and then a regular healthy meal for dinner. And the reason that we set up the regular healthy meal for dinner is not only does it has to be sort of something that you, the weight loss person, can embrace, but it has to be something that you can do within the normal confines of maybe a family. Right. So we chose normal foods pr- produced in normal ways and gave you a wide array of selections. So um, that the person in the program, if not the whole family, and that's really good for the whole family to manage their weight, but if it's just one person or so on, that that can happen in the normal constraints of the day. So it's a very well-defined program. A lot of input from dietitians and, and the like, a lot of guidance from Dr. Karugi, um, who is very much into the food side of things. And um, it works really well. The goal, again, being to make it sustainable, make it survivable, and to you know, keep you in the sort of fat-burning mode and protecting protein and off-the-fat storage deal. But, very, very um, de- dedicated program for that purpose. I love that you say that the healthy meal plan is not only doable, but it's survivable. It's it allows it really does allow you to, you know, enjoy the time that you have with your family, especially meal times. We share we share um, quality meal times together, and it's really no fun to have to isolate yourself just because you are you know you're trying to do something good for your body. So uh, that's what I really love about the program. Yeah, we, we spent a lot of time working on that idea. It's got to be got to be something that people can embrace. It, we we need to make it as easy as possible. The weight loss is always requires some discipline. Right. But it, and it needed to be healthy. So mm-hmm. that's the deal. So I know, I understand that many people who start their weight loss journey, you know, they tend to feel a lack of energy, especially in the first week or so. Um, so we have developed a product a few years ago called Neolife Tea. What is so special about Neolife Tea? The name probably doesn't do the product justice. I mean, it's, it's a nice name, but there's much more to this than just tea. Basically, um, when we developed the product, again, we looked at biochemistry, human biochemistry, and, and energy production, and we looked at things that either promote good, healthy energy production or inhibit good, healthy, healthy energy production. And we knew that one of the big problems that confront people in general in their day-to-day life, or particularly people who are in a weight loss program, is ha- feeling energetic, you know, eating something or consuming something and then feeling energetic for a prolonged period of time. Because if you don't feel energetic, whether you're on a weight loss program or not, you're just not going to go through life as successfully as people would like. So we focused on this idea. The energy market's a very big market, and but we didn't like the things that we saw in the energy drinks that were out there per se. So we took the very straightforward clinical path, if you will, of investigating how certain natural bioactive substances that are present in the things that we consume normally, teas and things like that, and identifying what they are, what those active ingredients were, what they did in the body, and then putting together an an arrangement of them, an array of them, if you will, in a delivery system that just happens to be a tea. So it's really about looking at how energy is produced in the body and then delivering those ergonomic generators, if you will, those energy producers in a tea that boost the energy levels without, you know, just boosting the central nervous system, but actually boost how energy is utilized at the cellular level. The result is you just make better use of the energy that's available to you. Most of us don't 
lack car uh, enough calories to make the energy <laughs> we need. It, but it just helps you make better use of all of those things. So it's really an, an important product. And, you know, it, it, tea is great. I love to drink it. My wife loves to drink it. We just sort of drink it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, it, it's really great. Um, putting the science aside, you know, I like it because it's refreshing. I know what it's doing to my biochemistry. But uh, so, you know, when you, when you talk to people about the tea, just recognize that there's a little more going on here than just tea. Uh, it's all natural and certainly derived in that from those same sorts of things, but it's, it's really just an energy promoter, uh, biochemical energy promoter in the body. Thank you. And our last product of the evening, but certainly not least, is Neolife Bar. And personally, I have one every day as I'm driving home from work. It keeps me from really going, like getting hangry, you know, when you're hungry and angry, and especially in traffic. Road and rage. <laughs> exactly. I don't have like that hunger rage. So what makes Neolife Bar stand out from all the other bars in the supermarket? Uh, well, first, it's from us. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know... <laughs> Again, it comes back to the research that you put into the product and really what you're trying to do. So in the broader context of things, um, we just step back from the weight loss program a, a moment and talk about in the broader context of things. One of the things that we tell people that they should do, and in fact the World Health Organization, Centers for Disease Control, and so on and so forth, is increase the, the amount of whole food nutrition in your diet every day. Okay, mm -hmm. Cut back on the, on the, the industrial food products and increase the amount of whole food nu nutrients. And the product is based on, the bar is based on just that. Both bars are based on just finding a way to increase these whole food nutrients that we know we need so much in an easy, convenient, delicious, sort of snacky sort of way. You can eat them on the run in your car, driving home at night, mm -hmm. or on the way to work uh, in the morning, or for a break, or I tend to carry them in my briefcase. I love them when I travel. I, Every time I get on an airplane, I want to eat one. So, uh, you know, it's just part of that process. Now, but when it comes to the, the weight management side and the role that it plays in there, these are all glycemic response control balanced formulations. The ratios between protein, fats, and carbohydrates follow that GR2 control or GR control guideline. Uh, they provide things that promote the sensations of fullness. That would be get back to gut-brain signaling again, those appetite uh, stimulants versus the appetite suppressants, if you will. These things promote the sensations of fullness, which quiet the appetite stimulants a little bit so the brain uh, can determine whether the body actually is hungry. And it also contributes to just the general healthy function of the gastrointestinal tract. The presence of the fibers and the other things in there tend to keep things very healthy. So it's a, a really well-balanced group of, of macronutrients, protein, fats, and carbohydrates, all derived from whole food sources because, again, goal one every day for everybody should be to maximize the presence of whole food nutrients in your body. Take advantage of every tool you've got to get that done because that's fundamental to long-term health and weight management. So all of those things, plus, you know, they taste really, really good. They do. And we spend a lot of time making them taste really, really good. If you look at the everything that's out there, the, the ingredients we use, people would, you know, it's not that easy to make all of that stuff taste really, really good and have it be so really, really good for you. So those sorts of things are what makes, makes this product stand out. Again... You know, we do a lot of research in whole food and whole food nutrition, so the scientific foundation behind the product 
is deeper than you'll probably see with any other product like that on the market. Mm -hmm. And the nutrient profile it delivers, you know, is built on decades of understanding what these things do in the body. And um, the taste is marvelous. Well, thank you, John. You can get more information on any of these products by visiting our website at neolife.com or by calling Distributor Services. You can also get more fitness tips by visiting our blog at neolifeblog.com. So why not put yourself to the challenge by entering the Be Your Best Challenge? Enter for a chance to win $1,000 given away every month to a male and female winner for the Fitness Challenge or Weight Loss Challenge. The drawing is done the second Tuesday of each month, so be sure to enter. Call Distributor Services for more information. Well, John, it is time to end our call. I'm sure our listeners are very sad to hear that, but I wanted to thank you so much for joining us for our call and for sharing your time and talent to the Neolife family. It's a pleasure, Clarissa. You know, uh, I always enjoy working with you and coming by your office and sharing things with you because you're such a champion of what we do that it, uh, I can sense it, so I'm always happy to do that. And I'd like to close maybe with just one little thought here is that you know, we're about to get to January 1, 2016, and um, every January people make these resolutions to lose weight for whatever reason they want to lose weight, you know, whether it's I want to look better in my bathing suit at the beach come summer or whatever it might be. Or a lot of people do it simply because they make the decision that this will be the year that they take charge of their health. And that that's really important because it's never too early or never too late to make that decision, to make that resolution. But don't just make it a resolution of the moment. Make it a resolution that marks that date as when your life changed. And I think the big thing that we can offer people here is in Neolife is we can offer that life-changing moment, those things that you can do, those philosophies you can embrace, those tools that you can use to make that life-changing moment stick. And it's a really big neo-life difference. And it's something that I and the SAB are so proud to participate in. We love the fact that we can actually help people make that transition and uh, move into a healthier, uh, more vital, more prosperous future. Thank you. If you are new on the call or new to Neolife, I want to personally invite you to begin the journey today to being your best. Now, I'd recommend you get started with the breakfast pack or weight loss pack. Both of these feature ProVitality and Neolife Shake. These two products provide a healthy and delicious breakfast to start your day. After selecting a health pack as your foundation, you can then add products to your nutritional program based on your specific personal needs. Now that you've heard the science, all the research and clinical trials behind our great products, you now understand why for over 57 years and in over 50 countries around the globe, people have trusted their health to Neolife. Talk to the person who invited you to the call and ask them how you can get started today or feel free to call us at Distributor Services. Finally, one last announcement. I want to cordially invite all of you to dial in to the Tuesday Be Your Best Leadership Call tomorrow night, same time and same number. If you are or you know someone who's looking for an exciting, professional, fun and rewarding part-time or maybe full-time career, you don't want to miss the call tomorrow. You'll hear tips strategies, and success stories from people just like you who are enjoying success as promoters of the Neolife Wellness Club. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.